Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show? With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor. This is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show on Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, I went to the gas station last Monday to fill my wife's car up. It took a small loan, but besides that, I'm pumping gas. I'm getting the trash out of her car, my usual routine. And a man comes up and he comes up on the other pump on the other side of where I am. So same pump, just the other side, rather. He gets out of his car and throws a gas can on the ground. I'm hoping an empty one that he was trying to fill it up or something. But he gets out smoking a cigarette. Now, my grandfather used to own gas stations and he would come out and pump gas smoking a cigarette because apparently gasoline wasn't flammable in the 80s. But it's 2022. It's everywhere. No open flames around the gasoline because of the vapor and the fumes and the gas itself. This guy was smoking like it was his last day on earth and he needed to get every single puff that he could out of this cigarette. And then proceeds to go up like he was going to go inside. He finished his cigarette, but smoked it down to the filter before he ground it out and went inside. I made sure that I was long gone before he got back. You can't stop people from their stupidity. I have learned that. Project 45 lands in 2012 this week as we take a look at Super Smackdown Live Blast from the Past. Super Smackdown Live Blast from the Past was shown on Sci-Fi on April the 10th, 2012 from Hampton, Virginia, and the show did a 1.5 rating. We start out with our WWE intro, then the Blast from the Past intro, then our Smackdown intro. Fireworks go off as Josh Matthews welcomes us to Smackdown. He and Michael Cole and Booker T are the announcers for the evening. Flashback to last week's breakup between AJ and Daniel Bryan. Tonight, Bryan will be on Piper's Pit. Mean Gene Oakland is in the ring. He brings out Sheamus. He gets a great reaction coming out. He is the world heavyweight champion. He hugs Mean Gene and says it's an absolute honor to be in the ring with a legend such as yourself. Sheamus says, you know, honor is a very important word around here. When you represent the WWE as World Heavyweight Champion, there's a code of honor that you have to adhere to. Last week, he didn't respect that code, and he let everybody down. The referee made a bad decision in his match, and he let his emotions get the better of him. There is no excuse for his actions. There is no excuse for his behavior. So right now, he would like to apologize to referee Chad Patton, to all the WWE officials, and everybody all over the world. He's sorry. He says, I hope you all accept the apologies of a redheaded Irishman because we all make mistakes and we all try to learn from our mistakes. Let's be honest. Some learn the easy way and some learn the hard way. 
He says he always tends to learn the hard way. He is interrupted by John Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis says, hold on just a minute. He says before Seamus says another word, he wants to show everybody what Seamus did last week. Seamus attacks Chad Patton with a brogue kick after a bad call. Laurinaitis says to Seamus, how dare you? Laurinaitis says he's the general manager of Raw and SmackDown, and he's going to take some action. Laurinaitis says, I want you to apologize to referee Chad Patton. Seamus says, I just did. That's what I've been out here doing for the last five minutes. Laurinaitis says, well, I didn't hear it, so do it again. Seamus says, I would like to again publicly apologize to referee Chad Patton. The crowd boos. Laurinaitis says, I want you to apologize to all the WWE referees. When Seamus says he already did, Laurinaitis says, do it again. The crowd boos again. Seamus says he did. Laurinaitis says, do it again. Seamus says he would like to apologize to all the WWE officials. Laurinaitis says, now it's time to apologize to the world. Seamus smiles and Laurinaitis says, you think this is funny? Do you see a smile on my face? Apologize now. Seamus says, I would like to apologize to everybody all over the world. Laurinaitis says, that's not good enough. As of right now, you're on permanent probation, and if you touch a referee by accident or otherwise, you're fired. And I'm going to fine you the largest fine ever in WWE history. $500,000. And oh, by the way, good luck in your match tonight. Oh, I didn't tell you, did I? Tonight you're in a match. Daniel Bryan will be tagging up with Alberto Del Rio to face you and your tag team partner, him. He points to Mean Gene and says, nice to see you again, Gene. Laurinaitis then leaves. Seamus goes over and comforts and reassures Mean Gene. Randy Orton is shown in the back. His dad comes in and says, you be careful out there tonight. But buddy, you've got to take it to him. Orton says, I'll be all right, dad. They hug and Bob says, good luck as Randy leaves. Randy Orton versus Mark Henry. The bell rings. They lock up and Henry throws Orton into the corner. Orton comes out of the corner with a series of right hands. Henry then throws Orton into the opposite corner. Henry charges in, but Orton moves and hits Henry with more right hands. Referee Charles Robinson pulls Orton off of Henry, and Henry comes out of the corner and headbutts Orton. Henry picks Orton up and Orton with right hands to Henry. Orton tries for a corner whip, but Henry reverses and throws Orton into the opposite corner. He misses the charge in when Henry moves. Orton with a series of right hands to Henry in the corner mounted on the second turnbuckle. Henry picks Orton up and delivers a running power slam for a two count. Bob Orton seen looking at the match from the back. Henry has Orton in a rear chin lock. Orton trying to fight out of it. Henry with a headbutt to knock Orton down. Henry gets a two count as they show that during the commercial break, Orton with a drop toe hold to Henry into the ring steps and Henry powering out of the pin attempt and hitting Orton with a clothesline. Henry goes back to the chin lock and Orton with a clothesline. Henry goes back to the chin lock and Orton with some shots to try to get out of the move. Back and forth in the middle of the ring. Henry with a scoop slam. Henry with a big splash. He gets a two count. Henry kicks Orton. Henry gets Orton in the corner and drives his shoulder into Orton several times and then hits some forearms to Orton. Henry then splashes Orton and Orton falls to the mat. He gets a two count. Henry goes for another splash, but Orton moves. Orton gets back to his feet in a corner and gets his boots up on a Henry charge. Orton with a clothesline, but Henry doesn't go down. Orton stomps his leg and Henry goes down to one knee. Orton hits a DDT. He gets a two count. Henry rolls out to the apron. Orton grabs his arm through the ropes and kicks him. He gets Henry in a front face lock and brings him back through the ropes. 
Henry grabs Orton for the world's strongest slam. Orton slips behind and goes for the RKO. Henry pushes off and Orton goes flying out between the ropes to the floor. Henry goes out after Orton and lifts him up to run him into the ring post, but Orton slips behind and pushes Henry into the post instead. He does it again and then hits Henry with a European uppercut. Henry down at ringside and Orton slips back in the ring. Pyro goes off on the ring post and the arena turns red and Kane's music hits. Kane is shown on the screen. He says, Randy, I told you I had to beat you at WrestleMania to become whole. To once again be the monster that I was always meant to be and I did that. But last week, you proved you can be every bit as savage, every bit as vicious as I can be. You showed the world why you truly are the one and only Viper, Randy. It would be a shame if this were to end now. After all, I'm having so much fun. The kind of fun that the entire family can enjoy. He bends down and Bob Orton is shown laid out on the floor. Randy takes off up the aisle towards the back. Randy Orton shown in the back looking for Kane. He tries different doors and they are locked. He finally finds his father at the bottom of a stairwell. Kane comes from behind and attacks Orton with a pipe. He beats Orton down, then leans over him and says, I'm a sucker for family reunions. They recap what just happened when they come back from commercial. Tony Atlas and Ted DiBiase are shown looking at a monitor in the back. Atlas says this is going to be a good old-fashioned squash match. DiBiase says, you know what, Tony? I think you're right. This is going to be priceless. They see Hillbilly Jim and Pat Patterson and invite them over to watch as well. Benny Kamer versus Ryback. Kamer gets on the mic and says, since SmackDown Blast from the Past is tonight, he would like to take this opportunity to say a few words. This is his first match in the WWE. He gets cut off by Ryback's music. He comes out looking intense. The bell rings. Ryback hits a big clothesline. He lifts Kamer up and drops him with a Samoan drop to get the pin. Tyson Kidd and Heath Slater are shown in the back. Slater says, tonight is a blast from the past. If they beat the Usos tonight, it could open up doors from anywhere. However, Slater says he found a Hall of Fame manager just for tonight, and he says Slater could be the next honky-tonk man because he's the one-man Southern rock band. Kid says, so you think the whole honky-tonk man thing is a compliment? Slater says, heck yeah. Slater says that he even knows about Tyson Kidd and all the Hart family stuff you talk about. Kid says, who do you have? Jimmy Hart comes in. He says Kid and Slater have the enthusiasm. He has the age and experience. It's a winning combination. Hart and Slater are excited and leave. Mick Foley is introduced and comes out to a big ovation. He joins commentary. He's Slater and Tyson Kidd with Jimmy Hart versus the Usos. Jimmy and Kid start. They lock up. Jimmy with a side headlock. Kid pushes off. Jimmy comes back with a shoulder block. They keep trading hip lock attempts until Kid ends up on the apron. Kid with a sunset flip and a roll up. Mick Foley is just burying Vince McMahon being in his ear when he was on commentary as outlined in his book Countdown to Lockdown. Jimmy reverses into a roll up. Slater comes in to break up the pin attempt as he had tagged in during the sunset flip. Slater stomps Jimmy. Jimmy with a corner whip. Slater moves on the charge in and hits a neck breaker on Jimmy. He gets a two count. Slater gets a headlock on. Jimmy gets to his feet and hits some elbows to try to break the hold. Jay tagged in and hit Slater with some shots. He hits a big flying forearm. He hits a big corner backsplash. He gets a two count until Kid breaks up the tag. The Usos with the Samoan drop to Kid. Jimmy Hart has been annoying Mick Foley all match and Foley finally gets up and pulls out Mr. Sacco. Hart runs away. 
Slater asks him where he is going and gets caught by Jay with a Samoan drop. Jimmy tagged back in. He hits the splash from the top rope to get the pin. Jimmy Hart gets in the ring to check on Slater, who throws him into Mr. Sacco. Flashback to Daniel Bryan breaking up with AJ. Piper's pit with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Piper comes out to a massive ovation. Gotta miss that man. He gets up on the apron and takes it all in with a smile on his face. He gets in the ring and grabs the microphone and says, I miss you. I do. The crowd starts chanting, Roddy, Roddy. He says tonight on Piper's pit, he says tonight he has Daniel Bryan as his guest. He is the man that lost the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 28 in 18 seconds, and he blames it on his girlfriend. Piper says there's a piece of footage I want you to see. He shows the breakup again. Piper then brings out Daniel Bryan. The crowd boos him heavily when he comes out. He gets in the ring and Piper tells him he seems very happy for a man who lost the World Heavyweight Championship in 18 seconds. Bryan says he just had a meeting with Mr. Laurinaitis and he granted Bryan his rightful return match for the World Heavyweight Championship. An 18 seconds chant goes out. Bryan says, well, guess what, everybody? This new match Sheamus will not be able to fluke his way out of like he did at WrestleMania. This match will clearly prove who the better man is. Because not only does he want to pin Sheamus 1-2-3, he wants to make the Great White tap out. And now he can do both. Because at Extreme Rules, they're going to have a 2 out of 3 falls match. The reason that he lost his title, AJ, will be nowhere to be found. Piper says he doesn't know about that if AJ will be at Extreme Rules. But he knows that AJ is in the building and he likes AJ and it's his show. So AJ, come on down. AJ comes out to a nice ovation. AJ says she can't believe she's on Piper's pit right now while Daniel Bryan is stone-faced. She says, thank you, Roddy. He says, it's a pleasure. She then says, hi, Daniel. Piper says, you're saying hi to him after what we just saw there? AJ says, I know what it looks like, and I know how he can come off sometimes. But Daniel really is, deep down, a good person. Piper says, a good person? This is Piper's pit, where you leave the politically correct answers at the door. We're talking about a guy that in front of the entire WWE universe dumped you. We're talking about a guy who says you're dead weight. We're talking about a guy, and this must have taken a big man to say that your kiss is the kiss of death, and you're calling him a nice guy? Come on. AJ says, no, it's my fault. I made a mistake at WrestleMania, and I'm so sorry. But I know if we could just talk, we could work it out. I know I could make it up to you. Piper says, little lady, make it up to him. Piper says, listen, I think this. I have been watching you since your debut. I saw when the big show just mowed you down and you know what you did? You finally got back up. So you're strong and it's not easy, folks, to be a lady and be here so you're smart. And you know something else? You're beautiful and you don't need to make anything up to Mr. Daniel. Let me tell you a secret. All he's doing is using you. He's using you. Brian interrupts and says he's had enough of you dragging my name through the dirt. And I've had enough of you pointing to AJ, airing your dirty laundry. AJ, if you meant it when you said that you loved me, you would leave this ring right now. Piper says, AJ, you don't need to listen to him at all. Brian says, AJ. Piper says, AJ. An AJ chant goes out. AJ gets out of the ring and walks back up the aisle and the crowd boos. Brian laughs and goes to leave and Piper says, I'm not finished with you. Piper says, I see yes, yes, yes on your t-shirt because of this fine universe, the WWE. I have four children, three of them whom are girls, ladies. 
Let me tell you some no's. You don't tell a lady to shut up. That's a no. You don't yell at a lady. That's a no. And you don't use a lady as a human shield to protect yourself because that's a coward. And that's you. And that's a no. Piper says, now the only bright light that I can see is that at Extreme Rules, Sheamus, the World Heavyweight Champion, because of you, has a two out of three falls match. What the bright side is, he's going to watch Sheamus kick Brian's head off his shoulders, not once, but twice. Brian says in Extreme Rules, the fact that he's better than Sheamus is going to slap him and everybody else, including you, pointing at Piper right across the face. He then slaps Piper and leaves. Piper tells him to come back to fight, but he doesn't. Edge DVD set ad. The great Kali, Alicia Fox, and Natalia are shown dancing in the ring as they come back from commercial. They are across from Drew McIntyre and the Bella Twins for a mixed tag team match. McIntyre and Kali start. They lock up. Kali pushes off. Kali follows that up with a forearm. McIntyre tags Nikki in and screams, I'm better than this, and leaves. Nikki in with Fox. Nikki goes for a scoop slam, but Fox slips behind. She goes for a waist lock. Nikki goes for a back elbow, but Fox ducks. Fox with a bridging suplex to get the win. Quick pinfall. The great Kali, Fox, and Natalia then dance back up the aisle, where they are joined by Mae Young at the top of the ramp. Young kicks Kali in the leg to get him down on one knee so that she can kiss him. Young then dances and celebrates. Damian Sandow is then shown giving the definition of sophistication. He says, fortunately for us, he embodies all of these qualities. He then says, sadly, in these fast-moving times, sophistication has become both a lost art and collateral damage. Take, for example, the realm of social media. You are constantly bombarded by a never-ending attack of tweets and posts. These serve not only to propagate your consciousness, but further feed your moral decay and ethical inadequacies. No longer are your minds captured by the soft subtlety of a novel or the philosophical ideologies therein. Instead, you choose to govern your ideas by mantras that are used in 140 characters or less. But fear not, for it is not only his duty, but his destiny to be your beacon of light in your harbor of iniquity. A light that will shine true and steadfast, and you can govern your lives by for years and years to come. You're welcome. They flash back to Kane's attack on Bob and Randy Orton. Raw rebound focusing on the John Cena and Brock Lesnar history and their upcoming match at Extreme Rules. Mean Gene and Sheamus are shown in the back and Mean Gene says to Sheamus, I don't mind telling you, I don't like our chances tonight. However, I'm checking out that smile on your face. Have you got something up your sleeve? Sheamus says, Gene, I'm not going to lie to you. We're probably not going to win tonight. Mean Gene says, then what's that smile all about? How can you smile? Sheamus says, you think I'm going to give John Laurinaitis the satisfaction of seeing me sweat over this match? No way. Plus, how often is it that I get the tag with the legendary Mean Gene Okerlund? I used to watch you as a kid. This is great. So no matter what happens, this is all pretty cool. And if we survive tonight, the first pint's on me. Mean Gene says, did you say if we survive tonight? Sheamus says, Gene, we'll either drink to remember or we'll drink to forget. Mean Gene looks pain. Don't try this at home, Ad. Jim Duggan versus Hunico with Camacho. Hunico comes out and says, who cares about the past? Nobody cares about these legends, these old timers. He says he's the future of the WWE. He then gets into the ring. The bell rings. Duggan with a series of lefts and right. He knocks Hunico to the outside. 
Camacho comes over to check on him and gets between Duggan and Hunico when Duggan also comes to the outside. Duggan rolls back inside and says he wants both. He then motions to the back and Sergeant Slaughter comes out. Unico gets inside and Slaughter throws Duggan his 2x4 and Duggan hits Unico with it and gets disqualified. Slaughter then puts Unico in the Cobra clutch. They then lead the crowd in a USA chant. When they come back from commercial, Cody Rose is in the ring. Cody says, what are we calling this tonight? A blast from the past? And what a blast it's been. I think it's a waste of our collective time. Why not turn our attention to the future? A future where I am once again the Intercontinental Champion. A future where the big show doesn't get to bask in the glow of a single lucky punch. A future where these so-called legends don't hog the spotlight from those of us who actually can and will. He gets cut off by Dusty Rhodes' music. He comes out to a big ovation and a Dusty chant. He gets in the ring. Cody says, I'm sorry, Dad. This doesn't concern you in the least. Dusty says, actually, it does concern me in the least. You know I love you and there's nothing I wouldn't do for you. But you know, you came into this industry as the most naturally talented athlete to step into a WWE ring since Shawn Michaels. And what did you want to do? You wanted to poke the bear. You wanted to poke a grizzly bear. Big show. Cody interrupts and says, Dad, hold on. You are embarrassing me. You and me, we can talk about this in the back. Cody starts leaving the Big Show's music hits. He comes out on the stage with the mic and says, The American Dream. Dusty Rhodes, baby. Coupon clipping. Copenhagen dipping. Son of a plumber, if you will, daddy. He says, Cody, that's the American Dream. I know you've been having a lot of embarrassing moments lately. I know I keep showing the clips of me knocking you out at WrestleMania. But tonight, I'm going to show you the real Cody Rhodes. He then shows a dashing Cody Rhodes video of Cody applying a moisturizing lip gloss. Big Show says, now that Cody Rhodes, that's embarrassing. The Big Show then leaves. Another Dusty chant goes out. Cody then leaves the ring as Dusty dances to his theme song again. Daniel Bryan and Alberto Del Rio with Ricardo Rodriguez versus Sheamus and Mean Gene Okerlund. When they come back from the commercial, Brian is already in the ring. Rodriguez introduces Del Rio, who comes out in a 1960 Rolls Royce. Howard Finkel then comes out to introduce Mean Gene and Sheamus. Sheamus and Del Rio start back and forth in the middle of the ring. Del Rio with a stiff kick, and Sheamus reverses an Irish whip and hits a back elbow. Sheamus then goes after Brian, who drops down off the apron. Del Rio with a stiff back kick to Sheamus. He then stomps Sheamus down and Brian tagged in. Del Rio drops down and puts Sheamus in a front face lock for Brian to kick before Del Rio gets out of the ring. Brian with yes kicks to Sheamus while Sheamus is up against the ropes. Brian with a European uppercut to Sheamus. Then more yes kicks to Sheamus back in the corner and Brian drags Sheamus over to his corner and tags Del Rio in. They then double team Sheamus with stomps until referee Charles Robinson gets Brian out of the ring. Del Rio with a front face lock on Sheamus. Sheamus makes it back to his feet and backdrops Del Rio. Brian tagged in. Brian kicks Sheamus up against the ropes again. Brian charges Sheamus and gets hit with a forearm shot. Sheamus starts to pick Brian up and then drops him and runs Del Rio out of the ring when he tries to get in to interfere. Sheamus ducks a clothesline attempt and Brian ducks a bro kick attempt. Brian with a drop kick that knocks Sheamus to the outside. Del Rio comes over and kicks Sheamus while he is outside. Del Rio and Brian come around and force Mean Gene into the ring. They and Rodriguez all surround Mean Gene and taunt him. Then they push him. 
a gene chant goes out. He mums that he is an announcer and not a wrestler. They back Mean Gene into the corner, and then the bagpipes hit, and Roddy Piper and the other legends come out from the back. Legends surround the ring. Piper and Pat Patterson get up on the apron and yell at Brian. He then turns around and runs into a bro kick from Sheamus, who gets the three count. The legends then get into the ring and beat up Rodriguez before Sheamus hits him with a broad kick. The legends celebrate in the ring. Michael Cole gets into the ring. He says, give it up to the legends. Then he says, I know you guys have got to get back to the retirement home, so let's do a little photo op before we say goodnight. The legends surround Cole, who says he was only kidding. Patterson grabs him and punches him out, and he falls out of the ring as they sign off from Hampton. Final thoughts. A fun little show to watch. It was good to see all of the legends and sad that so many of them are no longer around. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hairs. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 